Hello, guys. Welcome to another edition of the Strongman Winning Circle with Nicholas Camby and Anthony Furman, where losers go home and winners get gifts for kids around Christmas time. And speaking of which, Anthony, how was your weekend? It was great. We just had our charity event, Lifmas, where the best people came out to support these kids. That you know, the, the, these kids, it's foster children, and if anyone's been in the foster care system, especially in a big city, it's it's not always easy. You know, you get a lot of times around Christmas where you're cramped together. You just you don't have the experience that most kids have, and these kids, you know, they look forward to this every year. Sometimes this is the only way they get presents is through wow. charitable donations. You know. Um, and we, you know, we did this for four years. So now it's our fourth year and biggest one yet. Nick Best came out two years in a row. Christy and uh, Gary came down. And then, and then you guys had a a pretty well-known arm wrestler in there too. Sarah Bachman. So I'd never met her before. She's an eight time world champion. Wow. Is she from the area? She's from Sweden. No, but she lives, she lives in the Tampa area now. Gotcha. Um, but she was a delight. She was so kind. She was so cool and just open to everything and, and, and just, her her she brought an arm wrestling table and that was a hit everyone loved that really it was cool yeah um yeah I, i've tried arm wrestling it's I, of course I, with my friends but actually i arm wrestle wrong um everyone does i yeah. grew up in erie and erie's actually very big for arm wrestling erie pennsylvania they had a tv show in a and e about it but there's a all, all technique like like everything but i don't have it <laughs> <laughs> um but speak but we're not talking here about we're not talking about arm wrestling. Um, today's guests, we have Nikolai Myers. We have the world strongest man, 90 kilos. Um, he's all, all some other accolades. He also like the national champion, um, strongman corporation, the 200 pound class, which is pretty much the highest title for 200 pound guys in USA and um, competing in the Arnold uh, amateur. Time out. Time out. It was the highest one in USA until. Oh, was, was. Yes. And if you, if you want to elaborate on that, Anthony, and also, he's also, uh, competing in the Arnold Amateur competition a few times. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, for those that don't know, we are hosting the 90KG Clash Pro Show where you don't pay an entry fee. You don't pay for your own hotel. You get treated like a professional, not like an amateur. The end. The end. Oof. That, that's going to be cool. Is there any more news in terms of uh, location and timing for the 90KG Tamp- show? Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Florida. Cool. Uh, when, when's, what time of year? It'll probably be in August, but it'll be inside. Ooh, cool. All right. So it'll be inside, so we'll be safe. Awesome. Uh, that, that'll, be, that'll be exciting. And, of course, excited to hear more details about that. Um, but you've had other big announcements in terms of um, Clash on the Coast, in terms of uh, qualifying process, if you want to talk about that. Yeah, so, you know, we're about to kick off the last week of the international qualifiers. Um, but more so, we're partnering or affiliating, I'd say. USS became affiliate to us. Um United States Strongman, if you never heard of it, you know, it's a, it's a strongman organization in America that is way more, way easier to get into, right? So it's not as quite a high a fee to get into. You don't have to travel as much sometimes. It's a lot more competitions, I would say, spread across the states. Um, so their national competition is now a qualifier for our pro shows. It's the only organization in America besides our own that qualifies you for our pro shows. So really, you have, you have three options. You can qualify via podium at OSG. You could online qual, or you could podium top two at USS Nationals. That's it. No other organization can offer that, um, and no other organization takes care of the athletes like we do. And we aligned with United States Strongman because of their—I don't want to say commitment, but I will say their 
they have conducted themselves in a manner for the athletes much more than anyone I've seen, um, whether it be a lower barrier to entry, lower cost, stuff like that. Uh, they seem to be there more for the athletes and their vision lines up a lot more directly with ours, especially moving forward. Um, and so that's why, why we partnered with them. That's awesome. So uh, that'll be exciting. And again, bringing some different athletes into the, into the mix. Um, Everyone deserves a, a chance to have a place at the table. Chance to place at the table. Um, that's awesome. So actually, so looks like Nikolai is in the green room or in the waiting table. So we can, we'll bring him in very soon. Uh, but anything that grinds your gears this week, Anthony Furman? Anything that grinds. Are you, are you a happy, no, gr- are, you know what? Are you a happy you know, Furman this week? Or? No, no, no. Do you want to grasp my gears? <laughs> yes. Tell us straw man companies that don't let their people come to charity events. Ah, damn. I'm going to say, that's all he's going to say, well, let's bring on Nikolai. We'll, um, we'll take a quick break. Um, want to thank the sponsors, strength fleet. Um, and of course my personal sponsors in terms of tsunami bars, uh, TPS Malden, and also our friends at SBD. Thank you guys. Are they, oh, are they sponsoring us? What are they giving us? Uh, this, they sponsor me. So I said personal oh. sponsors. So oh, okay. mind your own business. <laughs> Hello, guys. Part two, we have Nikolai Myers, world's strongest man, 90 kilo. Um, some other accolades, in case you guys don't know. 2017 national champion um, at 200 pounds. The 2018 America's Strongest Veteran. Uh, <coughs> also, <coughs> America's Strongest Veteran, Nikolai <coughs> Myers. <and coughs> strongest Veteran, Nikolai <laughs> Myers. And um, Arnold Amateur Competitor. Uh, Nikolai, thank you for, for uh, coming on. Thanks for having me, man. It's uh, great to be here, uh, except for anthony oh first off you love me so don't even lie <laughs> i want to say off the bat that that ergo two minutes ago nick signed a contract to be a strengthly collective athlete welcome to the team welcome thank you thank you we're very we're happy to have you man you know we're, we're trying to just we're trying to get the the best people that share the vision of the future uh, for everyone and you you meet that so for me to you thank you i know we talked about it already a lot but for everyone out there nikolai's a great guy and i only work with good people um that's why i work with uss and you know anyways hey yeah uh, did he, did he tell half the community hates anthony <laughs> did he tell did he tell nikolai the initiation process to uh strengthly oh boy yeah it's called beaster night where we, we bring you down to tennessee and you have to drink 48 milwaukee's best beers in one sitting Bro, I'll, I'll. No, you won't. No one's died yet. I was going to say swim with the sharks, but that's that's equally as good. <laughs> forty-eight. Who drinks forty-eight beers? It's Milwaukee's best. You'll be okay. <laughs> you won't even taste it after the second one. Do you even taste the first one? Oh yeah, you you taste the first one. <laughs> Not in a good way. Oh shit! Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> happy to have you. Yeah, I'm stoked to be here. Um, like you said, we've been communicating a lot on this subject and uh, what a potential uh, future looks like for the middleweights, the lights, and um, I'm really stoked to help be a part of that movement and um, really push this sport, whether I'm competing or not. Um, it's a uh, strongman's introduced me to a lot of really fucked people uh you and Camby being one of them and uh you know we've all we've all got this network of of friends that um athletes term coaches that are really bringing on a, a new generation and making a super competitive you know weight class 
uh, evolution of strongman. And it's really cool to watch, you know, um, I think it was the 2019 uh, OSG World Strongest Man where um, Kazmaier of all people said uh, it was right after the 90 kilos went and right before the 105s, he had said, uh, your middleweight men categories are pound for pound, your strongest humans in the world. And uh, for that to come from someone like Kaz, uh, Kaz. that's fucking awesome. Well, to be fair, he might have been drunk when he said it. <laughs> oh, there's no doubt. But I'll take it. <laughs> the incredible <laughs> the incredible pistons of the middleweight. They rivaled the pistons and the bellies of the heavyweight. I love Kaz, but <laughs> he's Kaz. So I want to say, I'm going to pick one word you said out of that. Movement. Because that's essentially what all this is. That's what, it's, that's what it is, man. Like, you know, I remember Nick in the test back in 2017, mm when I really came on the middleweight scene, I was very adamant about the middleweights. I was very, I was like, Hey, yo, we're, we're awesome. We are. Why dope. not us? Why not us? That was a big thing. I, you know, and, and I was told time and again, we, Oh, it's been tried. It's, they're just never going to respect us. I was like, we'll make them respect us. And everyone laughed at me and it took me, you know, getting injured to the point where I couldn't compete to like be able to finally just, you know, I showed my cards. I laid my cards on the table and I said, you know, let's go. Who wants to see who wants to see this? Anybody? And the middleweights are taken off. All the weight classes are falling suit. And it's like it was always there, but we never had the community to do it, right? Everyone was a little bit afraid, or for whatever reason, they wasn't there. But mm-hmm. now it seems we have this movement, this collective, if you will, of individuals that want to push it forward. So just from the bottom of my heart and everyone's heart out there, thank you for being part of this. And I can't wait to work together in the future and, and create a better future for people to follow us. Yeah. We we've already had a discussion on some plans and uh, people that I want to get you to talk to. Uh, I think that could be really uh, whether they're actually an integral part or they, they kind of point us in the right direction at the higher levels of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited to see where this can go and uh, give a platform, you know, that incentivizes people to compete and participate was, you know, as you both know, as a competitor for the longest time, you know, the only thing we were in it that we got out of it was bragging rights. That was it. That was it. Everything else, you know, you paid for your trip, you paid for your hotel. I'm not going to name names, but they penalize you if you don't stay in certain hotels. Uh, uh, who's that? Uh. <laughs> yeah, do you have a cold, Anthony? You've been clearing oh. your throat a lot. I'm a bullshit <laughs> cold. <laughs> but we're tired of that like we're already paying out of pocket we're already putting our bodies on the line like membership fees fees, travel fees hotel fees on top of hotel stay get the fuck out of here sorry and then you're gonna gonna fucking penalize us for not staying in something picked and told us to stay like i'll say this i have coordinated a, a fair amount of my hotels since i've been promoting and not once has a hotel told me if they don't stay here they gotta you t- no, that's not how it works. That's funny, it. baby. Uh, but look, we're uh, making Nick uncomfortable. He's not move, ready. Move point, move point. Uh, <laughs> Anthony digresses. Uh, Nikolai, when did you start the sport of strongman? Um, I got out of the military in 2015, so probably about 2016. I was actually, I was actually in flight helicopters. Uh, I got out of the military, learned to fly helicopters. And uh, 
fell in love with aviation, but I didn't have something to channel all that, that energy and that go, go uh, lifestyle that I had been living for the previous four to five years. So it, uh, I was lifting, but, um, I went to a gym. I'm from, uh, went to a gym. The, the first I touched, uh, buddy invited me out to this strongman was an Atlas stone. And I was like, this fucking cool, you know, cause for me with barb dumbbells, uh, benching, like I didn't really, I've never cared for bench and, uh, it just kind of evolved. And after dabbling it, uh, I went and competed knowing absolutely nothing. And I, I actually won. So they combined down a 231. They didn't fill out the 231 class. And they combined them down into the 200s. Well, I beat all the 200s and got beat by like a point by the 231. And I was pissed because he got a chrome axle. And I thought it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I was like, I wanted that chrome axle. And the promoter walks up and I shit you not says, this won't do you very much good, but here's a 200-pound invite to Nationals to a guy that was a 231-pounder. So, well, I'm just going to get stronger so that doesn't fucking happen again. And uh, I think because that that sting of being this close to winning um, is really what ignited that insanity to get me to where I am today is it just – a revolving door of competitiveness and and addicted to something you know uh that just was fun it it was it was fun every time i trained it and it just escalated so i think maybe i would say 2016 so maybe about five years now cool now uh who were some of your favorite like influences starting out like who did you look up to um you know i grew up watching it um, so, uh, I would say the biggest influences were definitely, um, you know, the, the normal answers. Like I grew up watching guys like Terry Hollins and, and seeing the old, old strongman of guys like Bill Kazmaier, Magnus for Mag. Um, but as I got into the sport, you know, I started seeing guys like Anthony, uh, you, uh, Terry and seeing, uh, what kind of weight middleweight guys my size even though you guys are like 50 pounds heavier than me um guys close to my size could move I was like no shit and uh so seeing you guys do what you do really lit a fire under my ass at the end of the day and I was like well I want to try that and uh so it wasn't really any big name in strongman it wasn't really any heavyweights even though I did enjoy watching them grow up as a kid um, but it was, it was kind of, you know, you guys that uh, I would say paved the way for me to see what was possible at, for average humans that are under six, nine and four fifty. All right. Stop this. I can't take this wholesomeness. <laughs> so no, it, it is funny you say that though, because the biggest impact of my career was Mark Taysom, who's a under 175, under 200 competitor from the old guard. And he was the biggest impact on my career, my straw man, everything. So it, 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 that goes to say right there that the people in the sport that are truly making an impact are the people that are on the ground, that are normal people, that are the weight class. I truly believe that. It's been, that's been the case my entire career. You know, when I, when I first got into the sport, that was when Tyler Stickle and Ken Nowicki were trying to cut the 231. 
um, you know, Ken was already a Giants Live competitor, and he's he wanted to be two thirty one. So like, yeah, things like that stuck with me, and I'm like, oh wait, wow, that dude's strong. Which I beat Ken in the overhead press in my first show, but but it's you know, I I identify with that essentially because you know that's very similar kind of to yeah. me, and that you know it means a lot that I'm me and Nick are part of that. I'm sure Nick feels the same way. You know, yeah, we, get into this. I didn't think I was going to motivate anybody. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And like as you guys know, I used to I used to live in Maryland. I was trading out in Neverstate with Brian Andrew. And um, you know, when I first met him, he was doing shows between he was bouncing between two thirty one and two two seventy five, sitting around him and training with him and watching him effortlessly put up a four hundred pound overhead press to two hundred fifty pounds. Like he's another one that I was like, okay, it's it's possible to move that that kind of big weight uh, at a at a smaller size like you don't have to be a giant you just kind of you just gotta want it well i know like i was i was nicholas's i was his um his idol when it came to deadlift he was like whoa 105 is really can deadlift. <laughs> oh. man i just want to be anthony gosh <laughs> gosh darn it i have a question actually about your service you know because you're a veteran as many mm-hmm. people know or don't know i'm still currently active duty unfortunately um you like that parade rest test i hit you with Dude, dude, you notice I didn't respond to it even. I left you on red. That. <laughs> That's what made me laugh even harder. <laughs> I had nothing for you that was going to be kind. I didn't want to be using a court of law later. <laughs> Why? When you What was your MOS in the Army? So I nope, joined nope, on it's, an it's open. A, it changes. It changed. So okay. I joined on an open contract and got put as a wheeled vehicle mechanic. Mm-hmm. I got sent to an aviation brigade. Uh-huh. Put in a flight company as a fuck org. So on paper, I'm a 91 bro, but I yeah. have hundreds of but I have hundreds of flight hours. All right. So my only question is why didn't you do the right thing and join the infantry? Like I did. Um because it got well, me in the army faster. <laughs> when did you join? What year? Uh beginning of 2012 oh all right never mind the wars are all right i get it there was no more fun to be had oh there was fun to be had you just had to be in a helicopter uh no not really i mean i'm just saying (laughs) you're talking you're talking to like surge iraq infantry so you don't know about well you're you're old as fuck that's true no he's right how how old are you uh nikolai (laughs) i'm 28 28 no he's he's not he hasn't even hit his peak yet anthony he's a mere child (laughs) <laughs> um do you have, do you have any aspirations to ever like bump up or do you are you looking to stay in the 90 kilo right now Nikolai? I'll be honest, I kind of got a chip on my shoulder with the 90 kilos the way uh um you know I I went back and watched some yep. of the live feed just saying uh let it out let it out and, I love yeah, it. We're here. We're here. And and here here's the deal like I've never placed out a top 5 at OSG ever. Um Never so much as an athlete announcement. Um, my first year, I missed podium by a point, placed fourth. And I went into that with a partial tear in my hamstring. Um, my second what, what, what year. year uh, what year was that, the first year? 2018. 2018, okay. Uh, my second year, 2019, I had a really good prep. I was being coached by Terry. Um, I went one morning, woke up, went into AFib. Out of nowhere, cooking okay. breakfast. Didn't know I was an AFib. And uh, went chugging on about my day, started lifting, and I started losing motor skills. I couldn't count. I didn't know where I was. 
um, got rushed to the hospital uh, by one of my training partners. And um, my my training partner, Billy, he was like, you do not look good. And uh, it was the first visit to the VA where they came running out to get me. Oh, I've been sitting at the VA with broken limbs, bleeding, you name it. And they took their sweet ass time. So when I saw them coming out to get me, that's a red I knew I was in trouble. Yep. That's, that's and, um, yeah. Woo. it had escalated from uh, AFib to SVT, which is supraventricular tachycardia. And I was at about 180 beats per minute uh, by their guess, somewhere around six hours. And they were shocked. I hadn't dropped dead. I got seen. If, if anyone's familiar with medical stuff, you know, Maryland is an absolute powerhouse for, medical research and, and, and all that stuff with university of Maryland and Johns Hopkins, the veterans. I smoked pot with Johnny Hopkins. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I had to. (laughs) The VA is connected to UMD. So I got seen by a UMD cardiac team and, um, the, the, the head of electrophysiology was stumped why there was a 26 year old athlete, uh, with some sort of, arrhythmia unprovoked cooking breakfast i wasn't training or anything when it started and but i was at an irregular rhythm my ekg looked like ray charles had a pen like it was just all over the place so they kept me in the icu for an entire week this is three weeks out from osg they kept me in the icu for a week um i threw pvcs all week i missed my I, i competed so I had two weeks to get game day ready. And uh, Terry did everything in his power to get me from a hospital bed with no training, one week of training, contest ready. And um, I competed not clear from cardiology. I missed my appointment for my halter monitor, uh, which was the day, which was the first, it was on the Friday, the first day of contest. Um and I competed pretty much in AFib most of the time um, and squeaked a uh, top five out of my ass. Uh, I won the farmer's carry and came uh, and got second. Another event bombed the deadlift. Uh, my horsepower was gone. Um, I had no business competing. Uh, my horse, I, I was probably at 60%. That heart issue lingered for another about four months. So, uh, it, more of the story is it was really fucking stupid. Um, but I placed top five. Yeah. I placed top five and, uh, with a heart issue. And, um, that's a winner. That's a winner. What, uh, (laughs) what meant mentally, what, what was, where was your head at during that time? And just like trying to stay composed and not take it easy. Like, how do you, you could have took, the easy way out and made a nice like oh like uh, i'm at to drop out yeah. i got some issues you could took the easy, a, easy road out but you took that's the hard a perfect road. instagram post you could have done you could have got so much sympathy yeah it's like especially like oh he's such a yeah but why yeah. why, did, why oh. did you choose the yeah why did you choose the hard road because i'm a competitor man nice. um no because you're, you're a winner because you're a winner that's the difference <laughs> it i started something um and I wanted to see it through. And uh, I had, you know, Terry's time invested in me. Um, you know, Death Before Dishonor invested in me. Um, I had, at the time I was coaching at Never State full-time. So I had all these athletes that I coached that were watching. And um, 
I wanted to, you know, lead from the front and lead by example. And I feel like if, if I'd have bowed out, um, which would have been the responsible thing to do, um, I would have been letting people down and, um, I would have, I would have lost sleep over not trying versus trying and dropping on the floor. <laughs> That's no, I mean, that makes sense to me and Nick. So, you know, we're all winners here. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like my question, I have two questions. Well, one statement, one question. I'll start with the statement. Random announcement. You brought that up. I saw the thing. Debt before dishonor actually just guaranteed $10,000 prize money for the under 64 kilo women at the first pro show. And they got <sighs> boom. Big, that's that's big. big. That's huge for them. They're, those women are going to get, the, you know, not first place, but overall, there's $10,000 right there in prize that was, money for that just that than, one class. That's more than all OSG and other, other classes. So yeah. God bless you, Depth, for, for getting on with this vision that we had, this movement. So that's a big credit to them. Yep. Um, two, your heart rate. You said you were cooking breakfast and it's just, it was elevated out of nothing. Um, I was cooking breakfast and I, I felt anxious. Was it bacon? No, it was, it was, I was making egg whites and rice. So my question is before breakfast, did you perhaps watch cops? (laughs) 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 No, I had coached the morning class, came home. So I coached from nine to about 10, 15. (laughs) Oh, I kick. Oh, he's leaving now. (laughs) I'm just saying when I watch cops, I get sweaty. My heart rate elevates. Why is that, Anthony? Oh, Nick, he doesn't get it. You ruined the, everything. Bad, bad boys? Is that is that? It was a stepbrother's joke. Oh man, I'm so bad with movie quotes, dude. <laughs> Damn, well, Nick got it. Yeah. That went way over my head. It's all right. Who do you think you are, Nick? <laughs> What's the big idea? You so, guys got me there. Let me piggyback off his into 2021. This man won. He won the 90 kg world's strongest man. Didn't get a fucking exclusive. He, no one came to film him and see how awesome he was. He didn't get no exposure like everyone else. Almost every other weight class got. It's ridiculous. The 73 kilo woman got it. And it's the first time that class existed. This dude is a perennial top five. Got to win. I'm sorry. I'm a little mad about it. Um, he should have got some goddamn respect. Also, he beat Nick Camby on the stones. Whoa, 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 whoa. It was different. <laughs> he loaded a stone that you missed. It was like, it was like different heights and like just different challenges and weights and like he loaded a stone that you didn't. He loaded a stone that you didn't. You know, it was like I had like I had the motivation. I just saw Justin. He wasn't getting like, oh, I don't have to lift it. So I wasn't going to. But yeah, Nick, that was the most impressive stone run of all weekend. So no um, 105 lifted you. the stones that right, you so, did, Nick. All right, you're, you're messing up my order, Anthony. So I did want to get into. <laughs> all right, let's. I'll get into this. So that stone run was awesome. Is stones has that always been a great event, or is there a better event? Like, so what are your best events? Tell us some weights, some training weights, and stuff like that leading up to um, OSG. Um, so I've, I've loaded 400 pound stones before. Um, stones have always been. Uh, so before I go too deep in that, I want to caveat on the first thing I ever touched was an atlas and then at was the reason why i won my first world championship and uh so it just kind of it was pretty cool that that's how it happened um but nobody would know you because yeah. nobody fucking promoted you anyways continue <laughs> um 
anything, anything carry like yoke farmers, uh, Ryan Largue beat me by a little on the yoke. He's mm-hmm. always been a, a good yoke carrier. Uh, so I have no Hello, new Englander issue coming. No, yeah. He's, he's a strong dude, been doing it for a long time and consistently smashes yoke carries. Um, but I think him and I were first and second by a, a decent margin. Um, and the farmer's carry, I, I won in 2018 by a pretty good margin and then did a backflip after that um, and about gave Terry a heart attack uh, <laughs> because I think he was worried I was going to have one. Um, <laughs> uh, so anything with odd objects, stones, and anything movement, um, the one thing with movement that isn't consistent for me is anything backpedal. I don't know why. Any, anything I think uh, Like dragging? Anything backpedal. Yeah. All right so hamstring dominant that mm-hmm. i just and even at my weight class i'm one of the lighter guys because i sit around 200 anyway so um some of those guys you know they weigh in at 198 they're 195 minutes and then they beef up to back up to what 215 220 and they just got a little more ass to do it but um i've always been i worked real hard to uh build that back up and and not be it's such a such a piece of shit at a backpedal sled drag. Um, you know what's so, good for backpedals? What? If you lick my butthole. <sighs> Step Brothers. Again, I'm sorry. I can't stop with the Step Brothers <laughs> quotes. <laughs> but uh, anything anything loading stones or anything carrying, I, I usually sell at. What, uh, do you have any events that you struggle with? Like, for instance, for like for myself, uh, it's, th- it's throwing events. For Anthony, it's truck pulls. But is there a, a bane of your existence? Stop it. Nobody um, knows that. That's the one thing I'll say is I've never really struggled with any of the events. I've always been able to be my worst events in the past are probably anything max deadlift. Um, I'm still competitive. Like I'll still land at a world level. I'm still able to be within striking range of top five, top three. Um and but I've never been like outstanding as far as like no. my static strength goes. I just what have you been doing to uh, fix that? Uh, a suit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, pulled this here for the first time in a suit, um, and that was a learning experience. But uh, just um, really changed up the training. Um, my my coach Max, he really uh, catered to. He, he went into it with the approach of that you're an athlete, you're athletic, your athletic background is decades long. That fast, your fast twitch guy, it's going to be there. Let's really focus and hammer out some of that static strength with this prep. We did a lot of uh, building strength through volume because A, I was coming off a back injury as well. So I had the heart issue. Then I got hit by a car, my motorcycle in a roundabout that didn't yield. Then I broke my foot. Then I got covid Um, and in between all that, I had injured, I had herniations in my back to the point where it shut down my hip flexors and I couldn't move my legs. Um, so I wasn't even really walking. And, uh, so we basically started from a 315, 300 pound deadlift, if you will, and built it back up with every rep being perfect. And we just ingrained that all the way through that 2020 year where, uh, OSG didn't happen. And just hammered that technique and strength through lighter weights, but higher volume uh, to avoid injury and to just really build 
a very well-rounded deadlift and uh he took away all my explosiveness be patient off the floor and just really worked on not so much building power with with speed i'm used to doing but just really building the strength through a, a longer rep uh slower motion off the floor and accelerating it after i break it but not trying to be fast off the floor cool uh, that hit that hit that hits home with me if i'm just because I've always been a very explosive deadlifter myself. Um, and with my knee issues, it changed my hip position um, because I couldn't get co- sit my hips back as far. It was more of a RDL, if you will, um, just because of my knee, right? So, like, I've had to learn how to be able to pull consistently through a bit of a struggle as opposed to just flying off the floor and letting that carry me mm-hmm. through the lift. So I totally get that. And I think that's a very good um, thing out there for a lot of people is you really do need to build that ability to pull through a struggle. Um, a lot of times it feels like a struggle, even when it doesn't look like it, because you're used to mm-hmm. being so explosive. Um, yep. usually, usually that's when you'll see, see Nick just kind of like take a seat and like rest on his knees for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he finishes. Check, check my phone, check, yeah, the weather, yeah, just, check my cryptos, yeah. check, <laughs> check my Shiba Inu coin. And then, Hey, um, I'll be the first to hit him with a hitch, man. I ain't, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Nick's isn't a hitch though. It's very different. What? Wait, what? Murph calls it a ramp. My my gym owner uh, at TPS. Um. Yeah, that's definitely more. A hitch is when you kind of like bounce it off the quads. Oh, a ramp okay. is when you literally create a ramp for the bar with your legs. Uh, I thought a hitch was like the stop, the poundstone hitch. No, that's a ramp. He ramps it though. That's a ramp. I would oh, say so it's a ramp as well. You know, so Murph. I don't know. I, I've always called that the hitch, but that's a ramp and. Trailer in. park hitch, baby. All right, I digress. All right, Nikolai. So we're stopping him from getting us through his points. God forbid. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I get I I start rambling sometimes. You don't want to hear me ramble because it gets boring. Anyway, yeah, you oh, don't. Yeah. <laughs> Lizard uh, people. Always oh, stop it. Uh, <laughs> OS, OSG. Um, so what was your mindset like? So you had guys like Devin Reese, of course, like a former uh-huh. champ. Mark Jones, silver medalist uh, in 2019. Guy Fulton, who's like a who's an absolute beast, and then you had um, a few pretty good uh, international guys um, competing as well. A guy from like Ukraine, guy from Russia. Um, but what what were your goals like heading into the contest? Um, um, and then what was yeah, what was like kind of like, how did you manage your mindset during the during that process and during your training? If you know me, you know I'm always on the run up early and home late. So having a three-hour morning routine isn't really in the cards for me. What is in the cards is AG1. It's a fast way to get vitamins and minerals I need to perform. I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted a single solution that helps support my entire body by filling in nutrient gaps and simplifying my morning routine. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've always felt strong and energized and ready to attack the day. Not only does AG1 deliver my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre- and probiotics, and more, it's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. It's one scoop, mixed in water, once a day, and every day. I know that AG1 is giving my body high-quality nutrition. Every batch of AG1 goes through a rigorous testing process, so you know that it's safe. And AG1 ingredients are sourced for absorption, potency, and nutrition density. AG1 is a supplement that I trust to provide the support my body needs daily, and that's why I'm excited to welcome them as a new partner. Here is your chance to start every day this season with a gift to yourself. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs 
with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash proven grit. That's drinkag1.com slash proven grit. Check it out. Um, so this was a lot different uh, this year when it comes to mindset uh, because I always went into contests like, you know, intending to go be competitive and, and win. Um, but I, I really flipped the switch on this one when it came to day to day. Like I lived it. I breathed it. I have a thing on my phone that I recited three times a day uh, to totally ingrain it. So like if there was any moment where I wasn't sticking to the plan or the discipline might not have been there, I, I look at that and I recited it and I stayed on track and it really went from, you know, I'm going to go have fun. I'm going to go compete. I'm going to try and win to I'm fucking burning ships this year. And, um, you know, I I'm usually the happy go lucky guy in, in between events and, and being social and having fun, which I, I still was to an extent, but I, I really, uh, turned on the, uh, the, the black flag this year, as you guys have probably seen, that's kind of been my thing. Whose ship are you trying to burn? everybody's nice. love it. So again, I, I hate to keep doing this, but it's, it's kind of crazy to me to hear these parallels. My first world title went to 18 um, starting in November that year. It's kind of gross now when you think about it, but it was cool time. I had a, two, I had a gallon water jug, right? I wrote on there 2018 world's strongest man. I wrote it on there. I use that every single day leading up to it. So every time I took a drink of water, I saw my goal. And if Did you, you guys wash it, it was <laughs> nope. <laughs> Anyways, if you guys know me, I don't take a lot of things very seriously a lot of the time. Even when I compete, I'm usually pretty. It's what it is, you know. But yeah, for whatever reason, that right there, it got it got to me, and I was just like, I considered myself the world champion before going to that show. I was just so motivated. Wow. I I had never been that motivated in my life because every single yep. day for two months, I was telling myself I was a champion. Mm, interesting. That's a cool yeah. fact, Anthony. But this is about Nikolai. So Nikolai. I'm sorry. It was. I'm sorry. It's just <laughs> no. It's, but it's the same. It's the same thing. It's the same thing he did with his mantra. Like it's a common denominator. I'm just teasing. I just want to give you a hard time and throw you off because you a know, hard time or a good time because you have a little deadlift. Um, <laughs> I, I will yeah. say I I really had a big uh, field of my fire with like like I said I got no announcement I got no love and I was like I have something to fucking prove. And um, I went into this just, I really wasn't posting my big lifts. Normally I post, I, I post all my lifts. I really don't give a fuck, but um, I felt like I'd been counting out. I had all the injuries leading up to this. I had every reason to, to not take this as serious. And um, now was it, was it winning? Was it one or bust? Were you like hoping for the podium, but what was like, did you set yourself a goal going into this? No, it was, it was fuck it all up. Um, it was just dominate. And, uh, I finished every single contest day in the number one spot. Um, the, that, that's also what, what really lit a fire under my ass is, you know, after watching live stream, I'm absolutely boat racing guys on the car yoke. And they're talking about, uh, two other guys, uh, about how it's going to be good points for their lead and whatnot. And, I'm walking away from them and come out of that event in the lead by four points. Um, finished day two in the lead by seven points. Were you, were you watching uh, the live stream like after the competition or is this, or is this after, after the, the, 
this is after, but I had right. uh, people sending it to me. Uh, so I was like, okay, okay. You, all right. So you were, you were getting that during the competition, you were getting that motivation. Man. Like it's Rodney Dangerfield, yeah. I can't get no respect over here. <laughs> and uh, I was like, um, fuck them. Fuck these guys. Uh, this is mine. And I did have a hiccup on the bag toss. Uh, yeah, you I, my, a bit. my strategy was slow and steady because in training, I was training to 15 and a half feet and I never missed that 15 pound bag, 50 pound bag, not one fucking time. And uh, so I, I was like, no one's getting it. All, only one guy got in at that point. And uh, Leroy had a beautiful bag throw, uh, got the 50 over. And um, I was like, all I got to do is finish, take second place big points lead. And, uh, I hiccuped on the 50 pound bag and, um, my plan backfired. Now I'm sitting in fourth and I went into stones having no other choice, but to win stones. And well, you saw what happened. I won stones. Yeah. You lost all that hair. Yeah. So (laughs) like, I just had to stop myself. Oh, look look at the the body hair, Anthony. It's Ah, it's it's still gone. Look at that. (laughs) I just had to stop myself from screaming Leroy Jenkins, by the way. Oh, I was thinking the same thing. Uh, <laughs> also, that's that's pretty cool because that's very similar to Camby. Camby went in with a good lead. The bags didn't go his way, so he had to win the stones. So hey, that's, are, are bags a good determination of strength? Like, come on. I think so. Like, I no, think so. Do we, do we need bags in every single show? Like, Keep them going. <laughs> I, I I'm saying that. Yeah, see, screw you, Camby. It's can't that's almost cost can be like 12 wins. <laughs> I, I just did just enough, just enough at ASM. I almost died watching him. He barely made the 40 I almost zeroed, back in time, but in, in he almost hi- zeroed. Yeah. But in hindsight, I would have, I was still one, um, <laughs> but it would be much closer. <laughs> uh, anyway. All right. So, I have a, so actually a good one. So we, so we talk about finishing up the stones. Um, emotions were high. So it was super close. Of course you needed to win. Um, so when did you find out that you actually won the competition and how did you find um, out? Because so, you and Nick O'Hare were tied when it came to countback. So get right so paying yeah. the picture for our viewers. So it was tied. So, yeah. um, just so we have the numbers correctly. So it was tied at 39 apiece. Um, and then on countbacks, of course, Nikolai, but yeah. Um, and also whoever won the stones. Right. But anyway, but like, it was a stone. It was a stone. Whoever won the stones won overall. So did you know that right, right there? And then, yeah, I knew, I knew whoever won the stones won overall. I didn't know the points breakdown, but I knew that I was without a doubt on podium after that stone run. Um, but I, I'm not a points guy. I don't look at the fucking points. People tell me, I, I don't, I don't understand. Like I don't understand the points change from day two to day three. I didn't it's graduate just high not school worth either. My, it's just not worth my time. I just I just focus on executing. So I don't give a fuck. Is as long as I I do my job. Um, so Terry actually came over to me. Terry, everyone's heard the name Terry fucking Rady. Mm-hmm. Um, Boo! No, I'm joking. <laughs> I loved I love Terry and. Terry's been a a great friend to me, um, especially with all the hard stuff. I really relied on him for advice and and direction. And he came over to me. He goes, if I'm not mistaken, he goes, you're the world fucking champ. 
And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, you fucking did it. I reckon and you're the world's strongest man. No, he, he said it with a lisp. <laughs> yes, yes. And then one of the OSG guys came over uh, with an... <laughs> came over with an envelope and he sees me all happy he goes you know and yeah i told him and then he's like congratulations in a british accent and that's when i knew it was like legit and official that i fucking won didn't you know you're world champ i reckon (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i'm still dying over that oh well uh yeah because i my camp said he looked like the Lorax with his mustache. Wow. But yeah, Wait, I, no, he, knows he, he stole my mustache. So how did you feel? So does. when it, so did it hit you right away? Did it hit you a few days that you actually won? So tell us about like, so of course this being your biggest win ever. Yeah. T- tell us how you how felt. much cocaine did you do that night? <laughs> <laughs> um, I just went and got IHOP. Um, I actually, my parents came down. Um, oh, okay. Oh, no cocaine. All right. Yeah. He just likes and, the way it smells, uh, Anthony. All right. I, I'm, I'm not a big partier. So, like, I just chilled. It didn't hit me till, like, it hit me obviously uh, in the moment. Like, I was like, I did it. I fucking did it. Um, but it really didn't hit me till I, I got home. I was sitting there looking at the trophy and um, I kind of started thinking, like, about the whole journey to, to that point. Like, the injury, the setbacks, the, you know, the, just everything that led to that point and all the moments that I thought about, like, what, what am I doing? Like, you know, I had friends and family, like telling me like, you, you need to focus on careers, blah, blah, blah. Like, and I was just like, nah, I, I told myself I was going to do something. I'm, I'm going to stick with it. And um, it, it definitely made me a little emotional uh to realize like that time last year I, I I could have been flatlining on a hospital bed and this year I turn around and I win every contest day. And uh that that's really when it all hit me and I was like now now I have you know I have it. I was worried about losing my fire after winning it. But after winning it and um they tagged the wrong person. I was going to say, say it. Winning it, they, not, they didn't even acknowledge you until like three what, weeks. What happened? They Official tagged the wrong person man. on podium. Um, they got me and Nick O'Hare mixed up. Um, uh, then Barbend had Nick O'Hare listed as the 90kg winner. Um, I got no media coverage, no interview, nothing, not, not even a word. Um, I mean, Lynn congratulated me, uh, obviously. Um but uh, I, there was just nothing. And uh, outside of the original post from all the podiums that they did in the slideshow, which is the one they fucked up, um, there was nothing. There was quiet. Uh, a friend of mine actually reached out to OSG. It's like, hey, you haven't done any posts on the 90KG class uh, on your world champ. Like, you've given him no love. And they took my picture, didn't tag my cameraman, that I, my friend Patrick, that Anthony met, um, I think you met him as well, Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, um, they didn't give him any credit on that. And uh, so I was just like, all right, then like I did it. And it, f- it fairly commandingly. Um, 
So I guess I need to do it fucking twice now because fuck them. And uh, maybe they'll maybe they'll get the point. I love I love it. I don't mm. I love it, dude. Never ends. I listen, listen, if there's one thing I love more than anything in this world is being told or just a perception that I can't do something or that, you know, I, I it's almost like so I actually recently just watched The Last Dance with Michael Jordan, the Netflix special. He, they talk a lot about him. Michael creating. B. Jordan, the ballerina dancer. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't do a new Space Jam joke at me. But like Michael Jordan, so like a big thing he would do is when he needed to, he would create scenarios or use the slight in real life to motivate him. So whether it was mm-hmm. somebody, whether it was somebody like last time we played, and you beat us, you ignored me, you didn't shake my hand. He would use that, right? I love that because that's honestly that's. If the Sith from Star Wars approved anything, it said hate is a very strong emotion. Oh, absolutely. And you can accomplish a lot through hate. And a, a lot of times that's what's needed. And I, 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 again, I identify with that because even after I destroyed everyone in 2018 for my title, people, they're chirping. Oh, nobody good was there. But, you know, just everybody has something to say. So I'm like, okay, motherfuckers. That- that's what I'm. I remember that like, you're like people. They're not recognizing that I'm the best, and I just well the events. <laughs> literally all the events. <laughs> uh, but it was it was more just like two two guys. But it, I enough, know enough it was, to get the Anthony. <laughs> that's all it takes. It takes one guy. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't take much. Like when when you competitive people. That's all it takes. When, one guy. Yeah. When people be like, "Oh, fragile ego." No, like when when you work for something and and someone. You might have a hundred people patting you on the back saying congratulations, showering you in love, but you get one person that questions you and and doubts that that dedication and everything you have to produce the results you have, it's no nah, fuck them. Like Muhammad Ali in the nineteen sixties, I forget he was fighting, but he had just went from Cassius Clay to Muhammad Ali. He was boxing a dude that in the interviews leading up would not call him Muhammad Ali, kept calling him Clashes. Through the fight, every time Muhammad Ali pulled him in, let him hit him in the body, and would he would say, "Say my name. What's my name? My name is Muhammad Ali." As he was hitting this dude, mm-hmm. that is what I mean. That's what fuels us. I, uh, you know what? That's uh, it's interesting. Um, more towards uh, Nikolai's story is that I was talking to Joe with Official Strongman when he was, uh, of course, here filming uh, Maya. Um, for exclusive content for their website. <laughs> they filmed his dog more than you, Nikolai. Yes. <laughs> uh, you're not, not wrong. But anyway, uh, uh, he, he was saying oh, how that embarrassing. The, 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 I was like, hey, did Eddie always hate Thor? Or, because he works, he spends a lot of time with Eddie. He's like, does Eddie always hate Thor? Or did um, um, or was this like a new thing? And I guess ever since the 2017, when discrediting his his win, saying all this, all the things and the Viking de- uh, deadlift, um, I think that's when the, the flip switch in terms of Eddie hurting Thor, but it wasn't always a thing. What like so again, they're probably friends up to that point, but again, they probably gave him the motivation to wait, wait. But for real though, a wiener dog has more official strawman time than the 90 kilo winner. Um, I'm not even mad because it's on par. Hey, it's. I'm fucking used to it at this point. I, I hope you're ready. We, we, uh, it's she's gonna be. There's gonna be footage of her and at a wiener meetup. So she's hanging. Oh, out other dogs, <laughs> random, random wieners have yes. more footage. Random. I love how he called it a wiener meetup. <laughs> That's every night for him. 
Uh, it's only on Tuesday. <laughs> All right, well, Nicholas. if you notice, one thing everyone likes to do is they, Anthony did it. He walked out with his nation's flag. Did you see what flag I went out to the podium with? The, the pirate flag. The Jack Sparrow flag. Yes, yes sir. Jack Sparrow, Raised Jim. <laughs> Sorry. They, they don't, they don't want to give me. They don't want to give me what's mine. I'm going to fucking it. take it. Just like Blackbeard. You're brown beard, though. Yes. Anthony, focus. All right. We we got questions for Nikolai to to go here. All right. Um, Let's, you know, I have have a good one um, that I was um, writing up. Um, How well do you know your 90 kilo history of of past winners? Um, I can tell you, but I'll just. uh, Narima was last. Yep. Uh, Narima Arapane. That's how you say his last name, Arapane. I just call him Nah. Nah. Uh, I like that. <laughs> so, Narimu before him was, uh, don't tell me, that was Devin Reese. Yeah, Devin Reese in 2018. I mean, yeah, so, yeah, and 2018. before that was, I, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Rob, I think ter- ter- Terry won one. Yeah, so yeah, Rob Ward uh, in 2017, Terry Rady in 2016, okay. Zach McCarley in 2015. Um, given that, of course, you got to compete against Dev, um, and of course, Dev had a great show and former champ. But how do you think you would have uh, your performance would have compared to other past performances like Rob Ward or Terry's or Zach McCarley's? Um, this year, uh, even with the mistakes I made, I, I still think I firmly believe the outcome wouldn't have changed. Um, but. Uh, you know, that's, that's, yeah, that, that's, yeah, such a, Terry. <laughs> that's, that's such a, what if question because Terry is in a, a he's, he's a competitor. I mean, he's a game day guy. Um, so like, it's, it's a, what if situation? Like, cause if, if I had to make mistakes, I made, if, if they made mistakes, if they didn't make mistakes, like it, that's yeah, so Nikolai, hard to fucking you say. Stop. The answer should have been, but, yes. I would have won, but I I still stand by my statement. Is like I I I'm the guy to fucking beat at this point. Um, and I I don't want to be going into contests anymore, chasing someone. I want to be the guy that is consistently setting the pace and being the guy to beat. Come and you get are, me. You are the man. You are. You're the and, champ. You're the world champ, man. You are the man. You're the man yeah. now, dog. You have it on. That's what you are. You have that target on your back. People are coming after you now. You yes. are the the people. You are the standard. You know what I mean? You're the bar. So welcome to the club. Uh, Thank you. All right, Nikolai. Um, hey, how much time? We're, of course, getting over almost to an hour. I don't know how much time, but we'll do some lightning round questions. I'm, uh, I'm chilling, man. You're chilling. All right. Um, yeah. Lightning round. Uh, so either one word or a short phrase. Um, also, some instances is ones and twos. And uh, Nikolai, you are stronger than most because blank. Because I want it more. Ooh, awesome. Like Fill in the blank. Winners are blank. Winners are winners and a story. All right. Uh, your favorite strongman ever. Favorite strongman ever. Ooh, damn. Um, shit. Uh, world's strongest wiener. Oh, good, good. <laughs> uh, is there? Do you have a second favorite? Uh, second favorite. Um, Four, three. Shut up, Anthony. <laughs> um, 
I'm surprised you can count that high. Um, You're not wrong. <laughs> I would say. I have two hands though, so it's easy. Man, I I don't. I've never really thought about no. that. Ten. No. Nine. Oh, that's eight. <laughs> I fucked it up. <laughs> All right, no, no worries. All right, next one. All right, so this this is almost similar, but uh, based off of like again other uh, past strongmen, is there any famous strongman you would want to have a similar career to? Like, who do you if you want to emulate? I mean, who more? wouldn't want to have a similar career to Zadrunas or, or Brian Shaw? Like it, but like even like person, personality or like some someone would probably just say like, Nick Camby, and so we can move on. Please. All right, uh, all right, and I'll, all right, whatever. <laughs> um, I want to be like Nick Camby. <laughs> um, I would say honestly, Eddie Hall. He did it once, stepped away, and look at him now. Yeah, now he now he Yes. He does he does what he wants and makes a shitload of money. Yep, he spars for Instagram views. Congrats. Anyways. Uh Nikolai... I have a question. I'm a, I'm a, let me interject. <laughs> he beat the game. <laughs> no no one beats Triple H. So my next question. <laughs> I have a question for you, Nikolai. I want you to give me a um, – so I'm going to say a word or two, and you give me what your first thing comes to your head. Official strongman. <laughs> oh, you didn't say the first word. Move on. Come and get it. All right, Nick, back to you. All right. Uh, well, that, that, was the, that was the end of the, the lightning questions, the lightning round. Um, and then um, let's see. I, I am actually kind of wrapping up. In terms of the, the in terms of questions, um, I did get a, I did go watch a cool video of you in terms of like your look like a kind of initiation to uh, uh, live bearded. If you want to kind of talk about that, and of course you kind of your work with them the last yeah, talk about talk about who yeah talk about whoever you want to talk about plug. Let's let's do that. Yeah, um, hey, Anthony, you don't so, have to tell him. All right, I, I asked them to to do it, so you don't have to tell. Well, him he, I wanted to talk about others though, not just you. You mentioned one company. You got to you know open it up yeah okay. so okay. live bearded is my current employer um they started as like a sponsor ambassador role um they reached out to me and as you can see i have a fucking beard um it's like a six so <laughs> says the clean shaven guy fuck off um but uh yeah they reached out and um it all just kind of happened organically and i was i was iron working uh, and I had no life. I was working, you know, 10, 12 hour days by the time I got to the gym and, you know, iron work, you're 200 feet up in the air. You're walking on steel beams this wide. Um, and everything, everything, the hammers, the bolts are heavy. And, uh, so I was going into training 50, 60% spent and, uh, they reached out about a possible job opportunity. So I sent in, sent in a video. I had an inside man there and, uh, he's like, Hey, send in a video this is what you need to do. So I sent it in, didn't get that one. Uh, a couple months go by, uh, another one popped up, sent it in. Um, I had a, I timed a tune up contest for worlds, uh, out in Flagstaff and they're here in that? Phoenix. Uh, that was June or July. Cool. All right. Um, and then they came out and they basically made a bet. If I finished the carry medley event in under 30 seconds, I'm hired. And, uh, I did, I did it in like 22 and I got the job a month later, moved out here. And, um, 
now. You know, they're really, they really support. They knew what they were getting into with me, with my strongman and everything. And, and a lot of my work were, is on a computer, so I can do it on the fly. And they really support what I do with, uh, uh, with scheduling wise, they allow me to go do what I need to do for strongman, for, for content, whatever, when I need to do it, as long as I'm just getting my shit done, they don't care. And, uh, so it was much more, uh, conducive to this prep for worlds, uh, strongman doing stuff with you guys, um, dropped a little foreshadowing there for all the viewers. Mm -hmm. Um, and and just making it and doing enjoying my day-to-day life and then um as you can see depth i've been with them for a couple years now um i initially got with them because their shirts are dope and i met jared before i knew about them he's the he's the owner the founder and uh i was like their shirts are fucking awesome and um we talked and we made it happen and i've been with them ever since and uh they make some of the most you what I love about them is they make some of the most unique uh apparel. Like it's not corny ass slogans. He's and a, he's an like, artist. It's it's hard yeah, to find it, to learn. They don't make shit that says like Italian stallion and stuff like oh, that. And... <laughs> hey, hey, you're in a contract now, motherfucker. <laughs> where is that? Where is that I'm getting a you whole can't bunch. be saying that now. Come oh, on. Gary, I'm not going to send you one now. I hope you're ready. I, oh, look, Nick got mad. And plus, Ooh. I don't size extra smalls anyway. <laughs> we don't sell them in under 90 kilo. Oh, oh no. That's with the bull. You get the horns, you know? <laughs> but you're a stallion, not a bull. So what am I worried about? Oh, I'll just. Damn. You get ridden. You get the hooves. <laughs> oh, you ever been horse kicked? Ooh, ooh, that's yeah. I grew up. I grew up on a. I grew up living the farm life. Oh, I couldn't tell because you're five eight. Anyways, uh, ooh, so Nikolai, one question I missed. So, how many contests have you done up, up to this point? How many strongman competitions? Um, somewhere between twelve and fifteen. Twelve and fifteen. All right, that's, that's an interesting stat. So, it took you twelve to fifteen competitions to get to to be a world strongest man. So, again, it's depends if you're. It didn't take me. Yeah. It didn't take me a lot. Um, well, just think about it. If so, just for your kind of your viewers and talk about competing often. Right. So potentially if it, let's just say you competed sometimes it's 12, 12 or 15 is the magic number. Right. Um, you maybe them competing more often is like maybe three or four times, five times a year. You might get to that goal faster. Again, if you're competing less frequently, it's going to be a little hard to get that point. Um, yeah, I think the so it's interesting because I always like the how how long it takes someone to get to a certain point. So like Eddie Hall, he took he was ten years since he first started strongman. He won the world's strongest man in ten years. Um, personally, myself, I think OSG was my thirty seventh or thirty eighth competition, and it took me nine years to get uh, to that point. And then you have guys like Ricky Lifts, the U eighty competitor who won world's strongest man mm-hmm. U eighty on his third competition. So, <laughs> so you have, you have, of course, different, you have different freaks, different guys. Um, and, and he had a, he had a field, like he had Tommy Lavelle, who's mm-hmm. back-to-back champ, like yeah. Richie yeah. Stout. Yeah. You, you had all the top uh, English guys. Um, and you, uh, you ate, I think yeah. they, he did. They, yeah. They take, uh, of course you had the Daglish twins. Uh, yeah. The world's strongest twins. Yeah. Uh, of course. That's pretty cool. They're, they're, they're characters, but um but there's just so there's so much there's a good a lot of good talent. I, I, I was surprised it ended up only being one international guy, nine US in that class. But 
Um, of course, a lot of, a lot of strong guys. Um, and then um, I think that's, that's pretty much, yeah, that's all my questions uh, right now. Anthony, you have anything for our guest, Nikolai? Nothing appropriate. And, and, what, what, what's <laughs> that? Uh, you can ask it. You can, you can do it here. Worst comes to worst. No. I just, I just edit and delete you. Out. No, I don't, I don't agree with editing. I'm a, I'm a anarchist, so I don't want to do it. Anti-editing. Yeah. No, I just appreciate you, Nick. Um, thank you. gave a lot of good insight, especially, I really do appreciate you um, sticking up for yourself and, and, I love the fact that you're upset with the way you're treated and you're not going to fucking take it. Personally, that's just how yeah, I am. Um, so I, 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 I like that. Nick's more of a don't rock the boat type of guy. <laughs> don't, I, you know, I, I like sinking boats much like you do. So, Yeah, I've, I've, I've never really had a click in the sport. You know how people tend to like click off. I have, you know, I have my depth before dishonor teammates and friends. And then I have you guys and like, even during the whole belt clean drama, like I was still, I was still friends on both sides and I was always someone who didn't give a fuck. If it's allowed, I'm going to do it. If it's not allowed, I'm not going to do it. I don't give yeah. a fuck. Um, so <clears throat> with that being said, I made it to where I am. I took it. They still didn't want to give me that, how I feel, give me that credit. So um, I, I'll be the bad guy. Like I was the nice guy, happy go lucky, but I'm, I'm, letting the black flag come out to play and say uh, good night to the bad guy. Yeah. Take what's yours. So yeah, man, um, I'm here for it. I can't wait. I can't wait to be part of it and help and support you in that endeavor. I really can't. I'm, I'm excited to have, you know, be a part of something with you and Nick and, and uh, you know, you guys have, like I said, I've looked up to you guys for a long time and to have your guys support, have your guys backing and and be on a, a team with you guys is, I'm super stoked for this and uh, I'm excited to see what, even though Nick may not want to rock boats, but mm. I'm, I'm, I'm here for the fucking party. Well, he I'll has bring no the choice. Matches. He's attached to me now. So yeah, you got to have no yeah, choice now. <laughs> Nikolai, what's, what's your next competition right now? What's your thoughts about 2022? What's, All right. Oh, you're, you're officially uh, invited to the under 90, by the way. Okay. Yeah. That's exciting. So that obviously is an upcoming, uh, when and where is that? It's going to be in Tampa, Florida in, I believe it's August right now or July. Okay. Uh, For so that details. Yeah. And, uh, from what I heard through the grapevine, there's a world record happening, uh, on January 15th for circus dumbbell. Oh, I, Ooh, we haven't announced that he's going to set the under 90 kilo world record at clash or clashville. Clash of the That's Cumberland. a clever name. Clashville, I, I reckon. Clashville. <laughs> I should have done that. Clashville. Oh, shit. Too late. Is it? <laughs> Edit that part out. No, I'll keep it <laughs> All I saw is Nick that... laughing, and then it switches back to Anthony, and nothing. Um, There's no one there. Well, that's... Oh, so it wasn't on film, thank God. That, no, that's how, no, that's how we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do the Instagram uh shoot that's how people will see <laughs> it got out of control <laughs> all right well, anthony you back um i'm laying on the ground right now really did, did, did you want to call ariana <laughs> no i'm fine i'm chilling like my one leg's up on the chair uh nikolai if, if our uh, friends and viewers want to see more of you where, where can they find you um you can find me on instagram uh at uncle.nick and i see there's no k um because cool nicks don't have k's um <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, that's where I, I mainly do it. I do have a YouTube underneath the same thing. I just, 
I haven't been active on it with, like I said, I was doing iron working and now moving out here to Arizona, but I tend to uh, bring that back and, and start making content here in the near future again. Um, so yeah, uncle Nick across the board, Instagram, uncle dot Nick, um, look me up. Let's, uh, let's party. Party. Awesome. We're well, going to cut, we're going to cut that middle part out. We're going to go right from. Eddie, I don't believe in editing. No, no edits. Well, now I do. I changed my mind. <laughs> uh, but of course say hi to uh, Mr. Miles, Miles Taylor's for us. Uh, and then of course, till next time you want to do the outro, Anthony. Thank you for joining us on the Winner's Circle, where only winners win and losers lose. That's right. Goodbye, guys. <laughs> Later. <laughs>